This podcast is sponsored by the Faith Mission Christian Fellowship Church Incorporated, continuing the vision for end time ministry. Be sure to purchase Kerry Golston's first ever publication, Go Teach My People Faith, co-authored by Lisa Williams, now available on Amazon.com. We believe that you'll receive wisdom, understanding, favor of God and men, help to all your flesh and bones, and revelation knowledge as you partake of the word. And we believe that your faith is growing exceedingly. In Jesus' name, amen. Come visit us at 160 West 129th Street in Harlem, New York. We'd love to see your face in the place. But for now, enjoy today's message. ascended on high. Thou hast led captivity captive. Thou hast received gifts for men. Yea, for the rebellious also that the Lord God might dwell among them. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Even for the rebellious Rebellious, so that the Lord God might dwell among us. But the, the, the one area that I want us to look at is, Thou hast ascended on high, this is speaking of Jesus, Thou hast led captivity captive. Thou hast led captivity captive. Now, Resurrection Sunday, of course we talk about the fact that even though Jesus died and uh, was buried and he went to hell and uh, he, was, he was resurrected and after the resurrection he ascended to sit at the right hand of the Father, the majesty on high, and he's alive today. There's, all of that's correct and we should key in on those things on Resurrection Sunday as we should throughout the year. But this one little point right here, he led captivity captive. We seem to gloss over that or ignore it, so to speak, or to just move on to something that's more understandable. You know how we do. We get to reading the Bible and you don't understand something. Pray the Lord and keep going. Amen. That's the way it's done, you see. So we go, we, and that's okay. Because there are many things in there that you don't know, I don't know, and I don't care. All Roberts don't know, and Benny Hinn don't know, and they ain't going to know. Not until they get there. Because the word declares that the the secret things belong to the Lord. There's some things that we're not going to understand because the word declares that we see through a glass darkly. It's not crystal clear to us. It's there. It's written for us. And the revelation possibility is in every single scripture. But it's not all going to be opened up to. 
to us. So, he led captivity captive. Notice it says, he led captivity captive. So now, what is he talking about? Well, in Bible days, as we'll call them, I mean, these are Bible days, old Bible days, but in days gone by, there was such a thing as one nation uh, attacking and warring against another nation, and when they did that, it was their practice, the winner's practice was to take the leaders and those in authority in the nation that was defeated and tie them up, put ropes and chains around their necks, and parade them in front of not only the victor, but in front of their own people. So there would be a line of them, and they would have a, the, the guy in front, whoever was the, the leader, the general, or whoever was in charge, he would hold the chain, and he would lead these guys, and they would come behind him, tied up, stripped, whipped, naked, I mean, just embarrassed them to no end. And it was done deliberately. So, when you read something like this, he led captivity captive. I used to think it was talking about the, those who died uh, not in Christ, because back then Christ has not, had not died yet, but those who were the righteous dead. I used to think he was talking about he let them go, let them free, got them out. But that's not what he's talking about. He's talking about people or beings, devils or demons, who held people captive when he freed those people he took the ones who were the captors he took them captive you, you, you get that? so in other words the guy who was holding God's people in captivity is now in captivity. Whoa, glory to God. I mean, that made a big difference to me. So in other words, the oppressor now becomes the one who is ridiculed. The oppressor now becomes the one who is paraded through the streets naked and stripped and is now the captain. He is no longer the victorious. He is now the captive. He is now the prisoner. He is now the one who is being paraded through the streets in front of his own and then in front of the victor's people. That's us. Glory to God. That's us. So, hallelujah. So, in saying that, 
fourth chapter of Ephesians? If you found the same in. Alright, then look up at me. That's not Okay. Okay. Look up here. Now. Remember now, he, speaking of Jesus, led captivity to every one of us is given grace according to the measure of the gift of Christ. Wherefore he saith, when he ascended up on high he led captivity captive and gave gifts unto men. Watch out now. When he ascended up on high, he led captivity captives and gave gifts unto men. Now picture this. When he ascended on high, he led captivity captive and he gave gifts unto Why didn't he say he led captivity captive or men captivity captive and gave gifts unto men? From becoming, from going from a prisoner, now you receive gifts. From being the jailer, now you're in chains. Glory to God. We're talking about Jesus now. We're talking about our Lord and our Savior. We're talking about the one who led captivity captive by himself. A man. son of man. He's also son of man. The word declares that he put aside all his mighty power and glory and he left it 
ascended in heaven, and then he came down as mortal man. Came through the birth canal just like the rest of us. Went to the cross just like the just like we would go to the cross. Bled and died just like we would have bled and died. Went to hell just like we would have went to hell. And while there, led captivity captive. Glory to God. Led captivity captive while he was there in hell as a man. There you go. Got you. Locked up. Chains. Surrounded by devils and demons. His prison guards say, we got him. We got the Son of God. We got him. We got him in chains. We got him in bondage. Not only do we have all these men over here, but we got the Son of God. We got him. And then there was a voice. Then there was a voice. You know, kind of like. Remember that? Kind of like male. And from the portal of glory, Jesus. And Jesus rose up in hell. Broke the chains of bondage. Rose up. by these dudes. Surrounded by them. Watch this. Hallelujah. Turn to Colossians, the second chapter. Two books over. Philippians and then Colossians. Chapter two. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 13. And you, being dead in your sins and the uncircumcision of your flesh, hath he quickened together with him, having forgiven you all trespasses, blotting out the handwriting of ordinances that was against us, which was contrary to us, and took it out of the way, nailing it to his cross. Now watch this. And having spoiled, and having spoiled, that means defeated, humiliated, whipped, principalities and powers, he made a show of them openly, triumphing over them in it. He made a show of them openly. Now, let, now let, me, let, me, let, me, let me show you something. Let me show you something. Remember it says, he led captivity captive, and I said he did it all by himself. Jesus had at his command, he could have called for a legion of angels at any time. He could have called for angels any time. Send, uh, send me a legion of angels. Send me a thousand angels down here to mop up this business. But it says no. The word declares that he led the 
made a show of them openly, triumphing over them. He did it by himself. You talk about being humiliated. That is the height of humiliation. To take a, a, a once proud army and let one man come in and defeat you and then parade you and humiliate you in front of everybody. And then on top of that, the one that you, the people that you held captive, he turned around and give them gifts. Y'all don't know what happened. I'm telling you, you just, you just get, you get this little Christianity idea, this little churchy idea of, oh, he was raising the dead. over them. He humiliated them. Now, how many of y'all like being humiliated? How many of you like being being embarrassed? I mean, you know, you embarrassed when, you know, you just, you just tripped. You know, wrong with, I mean, you're out in the street, you're walking, you trip. You know, looking to see if anybody sees. You know, nobody don't want to be embarrassed, you know. Nobody wants to be embarrassed. Everybody wants to be Joe Cool. You know, everybody wants to be Joe Cool. Everybody wants to have their stuff together. And to be embarrassed. And, and Jesus wouldn't even call for the angels to come. Hallelujah. I'm telling now remember, we're talking about devils and demons. We're talking about the very ones who are causing drug addiction, alcoholism. We're talking about the, the very ones that are causing people to be estranged. We're talking about the very ones that are causing strife in the church. unto men. Now, this principalities and powers, sometimes we assume too much. So let's turn back to Ephesians, please. Ephesians, the sixth chapter. Let's go back a couple of books. Colossians, back up to Philippians, and then you'll be in Ephesians. The very last chapter, the sixth chapter. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Verse 11. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. What? Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. Notice it didn't say against the power of the devil. Glory to God. Glory to God, because he's already defeated. He's already been humiliated. 
It's his deception that he presents to you to make you think he's more than he is. To make you think he has the power he doesn't have. To make you think he can do what he can't do. It's the wiles of the devil. The deceits. He's a deceiver. That's one of his names. It's to deceive you into thinking that he has all this power and can do all these things when he can't. He's a humiliated, defeated, lowly prisoner of war. That has not changed. Think about what I said. That has not changed. Why do you think he hates you so much? Why do you think he hates you so much? He always wants to deceive you into thinking that he is something and he's, he's something to fear. Oh, dear God. Okay, now watch this. For we wrestle not, verse 12, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers. What? That sounds a whole lot like what he was talking about over in Colossians when he said he made a show of them openly. He made a show of principalities and powers. He made a show of them. He triumphed over them. He defeated them. He put them down. He humiliated them. And this says, against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. What is the wrestling about? It's in our minds. Because he's deceiving you into thinking that he's something he's not. He has something he doesn't have. He can do something that he can't do. That's the only wrestling. He's a defeated foe. He is a defeated foe. As a matter of fact, he's not even a foe anymore. He done lost the foe. He just defeated. He's just defeated. That's all he is. Oh my God. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Now let now let's let's prove this out here. Let's turn, please, to uh turn to 1 Corinthians, back up a little bit, a little bit further. Let's let's do this quickly. 1 Corinthians chapter 15. Thank you, Lord God. Oh, glory to God. First Corinthians chapter 15, verse 54. Of this. So when this corruptible shall have put on incorruption, and this mortal shall have put on immortality, then shall be brought to pass the saying that is written, death is swallowed up in victory. Whoa, glory to God. Listen now, listen now. Death is swallowed up in victory. <laughs> death is swallowed up in victory. Now watch. Thank you, Lord. Verse 55. O death, where is thy sting? O grave, where is thy victory? 
Oh, grave, where is thy victory? Oh, death, where is thy sting? The sting has been taken out of death. It's been taken out of death. When you know the truth, death will no longer frighten you. When you know the truth, <laughs> death under my feet. <laughs> hey, listen, listen. Ooh, glory to God. Hallelujah. When you start, look, listen, when you start thinking about this, he led captivity captive. Man, I'm telling you, you get your loved ones born again, and it don't make no difference if they stay here or they go there. Everything is taken care of. The sting of death has been removed. Glory to God. Yeah, I might miss you, but I know where you are. I might miss you, but I know you're in good hands. I might miss you, but I know you're better off than you was before. I might miss you, but I know you're going and waiting for me. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Woo, thank you, Jesus. Listen, listen, listen. Oh, my, my, my. Listen, Hebrews, turn to Hebrews real quickly. Chapter 2. Hebrews chapter 2. Ooh, hallelujah. He led captivity captive. Let's mess with them, boy. Mess with them something fierce. Hebrews chapter 2, verse 14. Watch this now. For as much then, as the children are partakers of flesh and blood, he also himself likewise took part of the same, that through death, through death, through death, hold your place right there, look down at the ninth verse, ninth verse, but we see Jesus, who was made a little lower than the angels for the suffering of death, crowned with glory and honor, that he, by the grace of God, should taste death for every man. Should taste death for every man. Should taste death for every man. Now go back, go back to 14. For as much then as the children are partakers of flesh and blood, he also himself likewise took part of the same, that through death he might destroy him that had, had, is the devil. He had the power of death. Jesus took it from him. Not only did Jesus take the, not only did Jesus take the power of death from him, Jesus said, no man take my life, I lay it down willingly, so that when he laid down his life, he took the sting, he took the, the fear, he took dread. He took everything that death represented that the enemy tried to frighten us with. Jesus took it all on himself and he said, the sting of death is removed. I took it. So death can no longer be a thing that the enemy can use against you to hold you in fear. So I'm going to take the sting of that thing out. I'm going to die and I'm going to take all the sting of death on me. 
See, we don't talk about this part. I'm going to take the sting of death on me. Yes, it used to be a sting to death. People would die. They would literally, they would break into a cold sweat, almost die being afraid of dying. You hear what I said? So afraid of dying, it liked to kill them. Worrying about death so much, they could hardly live. But Jesus said, <laughs> I'll get my pliers, I'm going to pull that spike out. I'm going to pull the sting of death out. So no, now, oh, oh death, where is your sting? Where is your sting? Has no stinger anymore. Like, okay, how about this? A bone. Can a bee sting you with no stinger? She goes out, well, I, well, y'all bear me out. Now, I understand that once a bee stings you, it's all over. He's through. He sent his saddle home. Park his wings. It's all over. Because when that, when that stinger, he leaves that stinger in you, it severs from his body. And he going to die. out of death. Oh, 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 hallelujah. Took it out. From Mr. Devil who had the power of death. Now, turn to Revelation chapter 1, please. Revelation chapter 1. I must hurry. I must hurry. Thank you. You getting anything out of this? God, amen. Because you see, if, if Resurrection Sunday is only a uh, 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 a day, a year that we buy flowers and dress up pretty, if it don't mean nothing to you, if it doesn't help you, if it doesn't affect you, if it doesn't change you, what good is it? I don't need it. Amen. It got to change something. It's got to make a difference. See, that's what we're getting away from. That's what I was talking about earlier when I said you'd come with expectations of church of what it should be. We do this, 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 and this, and then we go home. It got to be some change. It got to be something different. Thank you, Lord. Okay. Revelation chapter 1, verse 18. Listen to this. Now, Jesus is speaking. He says, I am he that liveth and was dead. Now, that's a statement right there. That's a statement in itself. I am he that liveth and was dead. And behold, I am alive forevermore. Amen. It is so. In other words, I died once, I came back, and I ain't dying no more. And have, and listen, and listen, and have the keys of hell and of death. Come on, devil. Wait a minute. Let's stop for a minute. Here. Woo. Little demon, you out of line. You know. Oh, glory, I tell you. Woo, thank you, Lord. Now listen. Turn to Acts chapter 10. I must hurry. Oh, Lord. Acts the 10th chapter. 
glory to God, I love this stuff. Acts chapter 10, verse 38. Acts chapter 10, verse 38 says, How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power, who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil, for God was with him. Listen to it. Listen to it again. I don't think you got it. Listen to it in light of what we just studied. See, that's the key. See, you got to build on stuff. Don't just listen to it the way you always listen to it. Don't the way you always read it, the way you always saw it. Listen to it in light of what we just said. bring revelation to you. Watch how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil for God was with him. Healing all, let's bring it down, healing all that were oppressed of the devil. Healing all that were oppressed of the devil. Healing all that were oppressed of the devil. Even healing all that were oppressed of the defeated one. Healing all who were de- oppressed by the one who was humiliated. Healing all who were oppressed by the one who was made a show of openly. Being oppressed, healing all who were oppressed by the one who is a captive and a prisoner and a nobody with no power, no authority, and no ability. You see what we're talking about here? This guy has no power to do anything to you. He, the only power that he exercises is the power that he steals from you. The only power that he can exercise is the power that he can get you to speak out of your mouth that you believe that he has. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Just think for a moment now. And I'll put it, put it in perspective. Somebody stole your car 10 years ago. Now you know this is how hypothetical. Okay, listen. Somebody stole your car 10 years ago. He got caught two years after that. And he got a 15 year sentence he's in Attica and you afraid he's going to steal your car did you catch that I go buy me a crook lock. I'm gonna buy me this, buy me that, because you know Joe Brown is a car thief, and you know he might get my car again. But Joe Brown is in Attica. 
<laughs> That's what we're doing with the devil. That's what we're doing with the devil. He's not only defeated, he's a prisoner. He's a prisoner. And we're scared of him. Some of them catching it. They, they're catching it now. They catch it. They said, whoa. Whoa. Wait a minute. Yes, yes. Glory to God. All right. Let's go. Herein lies the reason for not having to negotiate with the devil. Herein lies the reason to not have to negotiate with the devil. You know, Christians negotiate with the devil. Now, devil, I won't do this if you just leave, leave that alone. I won't hand out no tracks. Just don't, don't mess, don't mess with it. Now, I got a raise coming, so just don't the devil. Listen, I won't hand out no tracks. Now that sounds ridiculous, but that's exactly what we do. You don't say it out your mouth, but you sure enough thinking it. I don't do that. The devil might find out. Turn to Luke, the 8th chapter, please. The Gospel of Luke, chapter 8. It's never enough time to do this the way you want to do it. Luke, the 8th chapter, Resurrection Sunday. Glory to God. He led captivity captive. Glory to God. Woo, thank you, Jesus. Luke, the 8th chapter, verse 26. And they arrived at the country of the Gadarenes, which is over against uh, Galilee. And when he had went forth to land, there met him out of the city a certain man, which had devils, plural, long time, and wear no clothes. Not the devils didn't wear clothes. He wasn't wearing no clothes. Okay? Neither abode in any house, but in the tombs. When he saw Jesus, he cried out and fell down before him. And with a loud voice said, What have I to do with thee, Jesus, thou Son of the Most High? I beseech thee, torment me not. I beseech thee, torment me not. This man's full of devils, and the head devil, the devil in charge, the only one that was truly possessing the man, he just opened the door and let the other ones in so they could live there with him. You know, folk like to live with their own kind. Who you living with? Anyhow, <laughs> he fell. He fell down before Jesus, and he said, "Torment me not." But notice something. Verse twenty-eight. 
when he saw Jesus, he cried out and fell down before him. And fell down before him. And fell down before him. And with a loud voice said, What am I to do with thee, Jesus, thou Son of God, most high? I beseech thee, I beg thee, torment me not. This is before Jesus ever went to the cross. He already, this demon already recognized him. How much more since he led captivity captive and gave gifts unto men. Yo, just open your head for a second. Open your head for a second. No, close your head. Open your heart. Because some of your brains ain't working. He led captivity captive and gave gifts unto men. What do you suppose some of those gifts were? Now, we always talk about, you know, word of wisdom, word of knowledge, discerning of spirits, and gifts of healings, and all those kinds of things. But now, wait a minute, wait a minute, think about this. Think about this. This demon saw Jesus, fell down at his feet, and said, I beseech you, torment me not. Maybe one of the gifts is the ability to torment. I'm going to leave that with your heart. Don't try to figure it out with your head because it's not going to work. It will not work. Now watch this. I beseech thee, torment me not. For he had commanded, for he had commanded, for he had commanded the unclean spirit to come out of the man. He had commanded the unclean spirit to come out of the man. And this is before he went to Calvary. This is before he went to hell. This is before he led captivity captive. I believe God was trying to show us something here. I believe he's trying to show us something. You don't have to go to the cross. Jesus went for you. But even before he went to the cross, because he was connected to God, he had certain powers and abilities. Thank you, Jesus. Turn to Matthew chapter 8. Matthew chapter 8. Same story. With a little more oomph in it. Matthew chapter 8. Verse 28. Verse 28. Now watch this. Now watch this. This is going to answer the question. Matthew 8, 28. And when he was come to the other side into the country of the Gadarenes, there met him two possessed with devils coming out of the tombs, exceeding fierce, so that no man might pass by that way. And behold, they cried out, saying, What have we to do with thee, Jesus, thou Son of God? Art thou come hither to torment us before the time? Before the time. Before the time. 
before the time. Before the time. There's some tormenting coming. We know it's coming, but we know it ain't time yet. Are you come to torment us before the time? They knew he was going to lead captivity captive. They knew he was going to defeat him, but defeat them. They knew that they were going to be placed in the bottomless pit that burns with fire and brimstone all the time. They knew that them and that pit was going to be tossed into the lake of fire and they were going to be tormented forever. They knew it beforehand. But to deceive you, they don't want you to know it. They want you to think they in control all the time and got everything locked up and you can't get by them, through them, around them. But I got a flash for you. Turn to Matthew chapter 12 since we're right there and we're going to end it up. We're not going to end it up there, but close. Matthew chapter 12. <clears throat> Verse 28. Remember the, 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 uh, the scribes and Pharisees had, had uh, accused Jesus of casting out devils by Beelzebub or the king of the devils and uh, in the 28th verse Jesus says but if I cast out devils by the spirit of God then the kingdom of God is come unto you Ooh, wait a minute if I can yeah 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 if I cast out devils by the spirit of God then the kingdom of God is here brother oh, and I was back then you see what I said you see what I was saying earlier? Just before he went to the cross, he was letting them know, hey, kingdom's here now. I still got some work to do, but the kingdom is here now. God. Now watch this. But if I cast out devils by the Spirit of God, then the kingdom of God has come unto you. Or else, how can one enter into a strong man's house and spoil his goods except he first bind the strong man and then he will spoil his house? Jesus said, I haven't been, to, haven't been to Calvary yet, haven't served the sentence yet, but I'm coming right here in the earth. I'm coming right here where you have a lease. I'm coming right here, and you have a legal lease. You have a legal lease because, because my man Adam gave you the lease. I gave him the lease, and he gave it to you. So you have a legal right to be here, so this is your house, but I'm going to step right in the middle of your house. Because I'm the man. I'm the man. I'm going to step right in the middle of your house and I'm going to bind you and do whatever I want to do. Glory to God. I'm going to bind you right in your own house and I'm going to spoil your goods. I'm going to take your stuff. I'm going to take your stuff and give gifts unto me. I will give your stuff to men as gifts from the Father. I'm taking yours. I'm here, and I came here legally. Did, did you catch that? 
I came here legally. I was born into the earth. I'm here legally. I didn't lie my way in the way you did. I'm here legally. And because I'm here legally, I can do some things. And one of the things I can do is I, I can bind you. That don't sound like negotiations to me. <laughs> Whoa, glory. All right. So binding. Turn to Ephesians, the fourth chapter. Ephesians chapter four. captivity captive. He just messed with him. You know, Jesus know how to mess with you. You, you heard about being dissed? You, you, you heard about that? He, boy, you know how to mess with folk. I mean, just, just rub it all in your face. Oh my Lord. Ephesians chapter 4 Verse 27. It says, neither give place to the devil. Neither give place to the devil. Don't give him any place. Give him no place. That word place there is the same as the word topography, which is the way of measuring the, the earth, the, uh, the, the, the mountains and the, and the hills and the valleys and, and whatnot, and the, the, the topography of the land or, you know, if you're, looking out over the land and you see hills and valleys and whatnot, that, in other words, don't give him no place. Don't give him no place. Now, that, that's bad. You know, that's, uh, that's, that's like being a persona non grata, a man without a country. He got nowhere to go. The devil has nowhere to go. God said, give him no place place. Some of us try to be too nice to the devil. Well, you know, I'm a, I'm a nice fellow. I don't like to hurt nobody's feelings. You know, okay, sorry, come on. Here. I mean, you ain't got no way to stay, Mr. Devil. Come on, you. you can use a small room. You know, it's a, just everything be cool. You stay in there, we'll stay over here. You know, everything be all right. No, no. God said give him no place. <laughs> don't negotiate. Give him no place. Glory to God. Listen to me. Listen to me. I live here. I give him no place. I work here. I give him no place. My family invites me to dinner over here. I give him no place. You got to go. Because he said, see, God, Jesus led captivity captive. These are prisoners. And they ain't going to be rehabilitated. The devil ain't never going to be a good devil. There ain't going to be no good demons. All right. Turn to James. Turn to the 
Epistle James. You find Hebrews, you just about made it. Very next book. James chapter 4. James chapter 4 verse 7 says, Submit yourselves therefore to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Submit yourselves to God therefore, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Now that word flee means Run from as in terror. He's terrified. And it ain't because of your pretty looks. He's terrified because he remembers he led captivity captive. I don't want no more of that. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. <clears throat> and then finally, Mark, the 16th chapter. Back up to the Gospel of Mark. Mark chapter 16. Verse 15. Jesus is speaking to his disciples and to us. And he says, go you into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved, but he that believeth not shall be damned. And these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name shall they cast out devils. The very first thing that they're going to do is cast out devils. They're going to give them no place. They're going to cast them out. They're going to resist them. They're going to bind them. But nowhere does it say anything about negotiating with, living with, making peace with. We don't make peace with. No peace. No justice, no peace. There will never be peace with him. He led captivity captive in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you for your word. We bless you, Lord God. We honor and praise you. We glorify you, Lord, for your goodness, your faithfulness, and your loving kindness. Thank you for listening to today's Living by Faith podcast. We trust you received something out of today's message. Be sure to subscribe for future episodes. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at New FMCF. Friend us on Facebook at Faith Mission Christian Fellowship International. And always remember, be not afraid, only believe. For we walk by faith and not by sight. Jesus is Lord, and he is coming soon.